Good afternoon and good evening. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Snacks 71.6. I am your snack master, Andrew, and I. Yeah, I mean. I mean. We're in lockdown. You know. So. Things are weird right now. The vibe is. It's an interesting feeling. I don't quite know where we're at right now. And by we, I don't mean like the general. I mean me. It's it's the royal we. I don't quite know where I'm where I'm sitting at right now. I mean personally, like right now, as of day three of lockdown, I'm kind of feeling good. You know, it's kind of like. I'm healthy, and I'm fine. I'm playing video games. I'm working from home. I'm. I put those in the. I put those in backwards order. I do my work first. I finish my work first, and then I, then I play video games for the rest of the day, or I watch eight hours of Nickelodeon sitcom reviews. But I don't know. I mean, everyone says that like. Everyone says that it gets really bad and really mentally taxing, but I don't know. I mean, this is my this is my third time in lockdown, one time in like total quarantine, so that was cool. I'm I've never really hated it. I'm sort of I like chilling, you know. I'm staying healthy, so me personally, I'm doing fine. And so uh with that in your mindset, with that in mind, that might explain why certain parts of this episode get strange, such as when I do the snack review and I don't quite have a normal snack, but we'll get to there. What I have to talk about today, the news today, is... I'm sure you've all heard this by now, but... Frito-Lay confirmed that there are going to be five less Doritos per bag because of inflation, they say. Five less Doritos per bag. So, I mean, instead of doing that, they could, the executives could just make... 20 less dollars. Bags are already so barren. It's already almost empty. And they're giving us less now? Inflation is hitting everyone. We just took a little bit out of the bag so we can give you the same price and you can keep enjoying your ships. I hate you. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's junk food. It's like, it's the only thing we have in these times. It's the only thing keeping a lot of us sane, you know? Being able to treat ourselves to our favorite garbage junk food. And you're going to literally take that away from us? It's not even 
It's not even a, like a metaphorical usage. It's like literally they're taking these chips from us, man. Come on. And reading this article, I've learned that other products that we commonly use have also, without announcing it, downsized. And I say downsized because that's what it says in the article, so I'm not. Downsizing sort of gives like a gentle feel to it, you know, like, oh, we're, we're downsizing. Now, I can't, I can't go into that. It's annoying. Anyways, uh, Bounty Paper Towels have 147 sheets instead of 165. Wheat Thins dropped from 16 ounces to 14 ounces, which is an average of 28 less crackers. And Pepsi has, like, axed their 32-ounce bottle in favor of a 28-ounce bottle. And that's no good. That's no good. If these were, like, if these were smaller companies, you know, mom-and-pop shop type, I guess that's not really... I wouldn't really apply for a manufacturing company. But anyways, if they weren't making literal billions, if Nabisco and PepsiCo didn't literally lobby to rewrite laws in smaller countries so that they could not have to pay taxes, then I would have, like, a shred of sympathy. But... It's common practice in the, you know, big corporation industry to move your headquarters and have, like, a five-desk, you know, quote-unquote head office in, you know, some real small, poorer country, and then throw money at the corrupt government until they change the laws so that your corporation doesn't have to pay tax and, you know, import-export fees and all that. So, the manufacturing stays wherever it is. China, America, you know, wherever. And just, they open up a very small branch office and put like one or two people there. And they say that's the official head office. So that they can reap the benefits of their ill-begotten gains. So, that was a whole tangent to say that we are getting, we are getting screwed on all fronts economically. But let's move on to something a little bit better. You know, Icy, the, I'm going to spell it because it, it sounds the same as the adjective. I-C-E-E. -E. The shaved ice drink, the slushies. You know, with the blue and red cups, and it's like the mascot is the bear wearing the red sweater, right? And he's like surfing or something. 
Um, you can get them at Burger King. And I think I remember seeing a machine at Subway, but I never got them from Subway. It's like super sugary slushies. But Icy has now made not a new flavor, not a new flavor of their Icy beverage. They're making cookies. They're making cookies. They're making Oreo style cookies. And from what I can see, it doesn't look like it's a partnership. It doesn't look like they're working with, you know, like Nabisco or, um, uh, does Brax make cookies? I actually don't know of many sandwich cookie style companies. Anyways, they're going to be making their own cookies. And there are, of course, the two iconic flavors. There's cherry and blue raspberry. And it's... I don't... I'm looking and I don't think that the cookies have, like, a notable flavor. It's... They're white. So it could be, you know, just like plain... Plain cookie flavor. So it's, you know, just nothing really. Or... It could be like a very faint vanilla, or even lemon. Wouldn't that be interesting? A slightly lemony flavored cookie with the, the you know, like a very sharp and strong um, cherry and, and or blue raspberry cream filling. I think that would be really good. Like, not too strong of a lemon flavor, you know, not so that it would be, you would register it as cherry and lemon, but like, just a little bit of zest, you know, a little bit of zing. So, like, if you don't eat the cookie part separately, you probably wouldn't ever peg that there's like lemon flavoring in there. But, if you do, and you know it, then you can kind of taste it. But if you don't know, then all you know is, like, that the cream tastes like cherry, or blue raspberry, and it's like, it pops in your mouth. It has, like, a strong, like, mind-catching flavor. I think it'd be really good. And I can't... I've been looking at the two packages for a few minutes, and I can't find anything that would, like... It doesn't actually say anywhere what if there is a flavor for the cookies. So, I'm actually kind of interested. They're available at Kroger for about three and a half bucks a box. So, and I mean, it looks to be the same size as a container of Oreos, you know? You get roughly the same amount as Oreos. And I don't remember what a normal container of Oreos goes for anymore. So, I mean, it sounds worth it. It doesn't sound it, it sounds, it sounds interesting. It does sound, it sounds like it has potential to either be good or forgettable. I don't think it could be bad. I don't think it would really be bad. I don't think it's gonna be like 
the hot new thing that everyone's talking about and it becomes a staple everywhere, you know? But I I'm feeling good about this. I think that they're going to be good. I think it's going to be a good product. And with that, you will now pretend that this is a good transition into the snack review portion of today's episode. All right, so, like I said at the top, um, we're in lockdown and the stores have closed, which is rough because I only have one more bottle of clean water, and unless the stores open up again soon, I'm going to be drinking boiled water for a few days or weeks, and it just doesn't taste good. I'm sure that I won't die from drinking boiled water for two weeks, but I I don't want to. Bottled water tastes much better, you know? But anyways, um, because the stores are closed, I didn't have time to get any snacks because I wasn't expecting this. It literally happened at 11.30 one night. Like, I went to bed, everything was fine, I woke up, and we were all told, don't come into work, and shops are closed, and don't take public transit, stay home. So that was very, very quick and sudden and surprising, and so no one had time to prepare for work, much less for a side podcast. Um, so I went around in my kitchen, and I was looking, and I looked all over, and I was like, oh, dang, I don't have any snacks. I don't know what I'm going to do this week. And then I opened a cupboard that I haven't opened in a while, and you know what I found? I found a can that I bought a while ago of coffee and chocolate Batch Blend Coca-Cola. I found imported from Hong Kong. Coffee and chocolate Coca-Cola from the Batch Blends lineup. And it is Coke Zero. So, all of the nutrition facts are zero. I don't even have to tell you how much sugar is in it. Because it's Coke Zero, baby. It is a little bit old. It's only a few months old, but also I did put it in my fridge last night, so it's nice and chilled. Uh, I had the, over the summer I had the coffee and caramel flavor, and it was, uh, it was okay. I didn't really get the caramel flavor, you know? I never really tasted it. I tasted the coffee, and it tasted like coffee was poured into Coke. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was a flavor experience. But I didn't 
taste... I didn't taste the caramel at all. So I'm curious about the chocolate. Because, as we all know from going into any coffee shop in the last 50 years, coffee and chocolate are very popular together. We've kind of gotten those flavors together well. Like, we know how to mix those flavors generally as an industry, as a consumption-based industry. We know how to mix those flavors together well, so I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of... I mean, as we've seen on this very show, there are definitely the most basic flavors that have gotten flubbed, but... I mean, Coca-Cola, like, they pour billions into research, so I think it's gonna go, I think, I think it's gonna go fine. I think, I think it's gonna go fine. Coffee and caramel didn't go fine, but coffee and chocolate Coke, it's gonna be fine. 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 Okay, first thing to note, it doesn't smell good. It smells like a burp. It smells like someone drank a bottle of Coke and burped. So, we're starting off great. Oh. Ugh. Oh, I just took another sniff. Oh my god. The smell is so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure the taste is gonna be fine. The taste is gonna be fine. It's not gonna make me throw up. The smell... The smell sends shivers down my spine. And that's not a figure of speech. It literally happened. It's... It's gonna taste fine. Okay, that's weird. So, the initial taste, the initial sip, tastes exactly like the smell. It tastes like someone is burping into your mouth, and it's a nightmare. I still have three quarters of this can to drink, and it's a nightmare. This is repulsive. But, but, you know how when I talked about Coke Starlight, how I said, whenever I talk about any sort of drink, there's that like initial flavor peak, and then after that fades, you get the second taste? Like, you know, you know, when you drink... Like, just think about drinking soda, or crack open a can right now and drink it. When the liquid first enters your mouth, there's like that initial rush of taste and feeling. And then after that subsides, after two or three seconds, then you get a different taste. You get a, you get two tastes. You get the upfront and you get the secondary. It's not an aftertaste. Because aftertaste is like what lingers in the back of your tongue, the back of your throat, for like a few minutes. 
but I'm talking like immediately after that, like after your tongue stops tingling from the rush of soda, the flavor that comes after. The coffee and chocolate Coca-Cola, the secondary taste is gingerbread. That's the only reason I'm going to be able to power through the rest of this can. The first sip is repulsive. It's vile. It is disgusting. I'm not exaggerating when I say it literally tastes like someone is burping into your mouth. It's horrible. But after that subsides, you get a, you get a, you get like a little, you get like a little uh, gingerbread flavor. So there, I'm, I'm holding out for that with every sip. With every sip, I'm, I'm powering through. I'm just gritting my teeth and bearing it and saying, well, I like gingerbread somewhat, so that's what I'm here for. Y'all, coffee and chocolate Coke is so bad. It's literally the worst soda I've ever drank in my life. And I've had, like, warm, sat in the, you know, half-drank bottle, sat in the sun for three hours, Pepsi. I've had, I've had soda that shouldn't be consumed by humans. I had wasabi soda. I had durian soda. And they taste better. They tasted leagues better than this garbage. This is far and away the worst drink, the worst drink in general I've ever had. Even like that stuff they give you at the hospital that makes you throw up, at least that is successful in its job, you know? It's designed to be so repulsive that your body literally cannot consume it. And you throw up. So, it tastes bad, but it's supposed to taste bad. So it's successful on that front. This, the coffee and chocolate Coca-Cola, is terrible at everything. It doesn't taste like Coke. It doesn't taste like coffee. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It doesn't even taste good. I've given a pass to snacks that fail at their flavor because they taste good, right? And I've given a pass to snacks that taste terrible because they accomplish their flavor. This, I'm trying not to curse, but I I really need to emphasize how bad this is. This is bad. This is a failure in every single regard. This is coffee and chocolate Coca-Cola is bad. And it's not like 
I don't want anyone to get curious and seek it out because they want to experience how bad it is. I'm not kidding. It literally just tastes like someone is burping Coke into your mouth. You want to know what this tastes like? You want to experience it? Just get your friend or family member or coworker or literally a stranger to drink a can of Coke and then burp in your mouth. That's what it is. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. I don't want to drink the rest of this. I just looked in the can. There's so much. There's so much left. I don't want to drink the rest of this. But it cost me... It cost me more than I'm going to say to import a few cans. Yes, I have multiple cans of this. So I have this can left, and then I have, I think, four more in the fridge. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna end this segment now. Because the sooner I finish the episode, the sooner I can get back to this suffering. This is so bad. This tastes terrible. that's gonna do it for us once again you've been listening to snacks 71.6 i appreciate each and every one of you tuning in week after week listening to each episode and i'm sorry that i had to put you through this experience i'm sorry i couldn't bring a better snack to the table this week but circumstances outstanding i did what i could maybe next week we'll have another field notes or something but for right now i don't have too much more to say other than keep your chins high everyone keep your spirits high and recommend this episode to someone who you know is going through lockdown or a full quarantine Share this episode with them so that they know they're not alone. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay crispy.